Hello, and welcome to episode 17 of Uncovering the Corners of the World podcast. I'm your host, Karina Kosmala. Each week, using research and in some cases, using personal experiences where I actually traveled to these locations, I'll be explaining some of the hidden gems in the U.S. and around the world. Last week, we visited Voyagers National Park on the border of Canada. Then we drove to Longville, Minnesota, where they hauled their weekly Wednesday turtle races. And then we took pictures with St. Urho, the grasshopper and man statue in Minaga. This week, we're back in Minnesota for more adventure. Have you ever wondered how many noises you hear in a day? Some we don't pay that much attention to, like the air conditioning turning on in the background or the neighborhood's dogs barking two streets away from my house. While other sounds are more louder, like the raindrops pouring outside and hitting the concrete pavement or the train whistle blowing a block away. But what if you could isolate yourself from every sound that exists? Located at 2709 East 25th Street in Minneapolis is Orfield Laboratories, where they hold tours of their aniotic chamber, known as the quietest place on earth, according to the official Orfield Laboratories website. The background noise is measured in negative decibels, negative 9.4 dBA. For comparison, a jet taking off is between 140 and 150, if basing off data from the Yale University website or Purdue University website. A vacuum cleaner is 75 decibels, and a whisper is 25 decibels. It is even mentioned in the Smithsonian Magazine that the longest a person was able to withstand in the chamber was 45 minutes. But after 30 minutes, you won't be able to stand because you depend on the sounds to help position yourself when walking. This room helps test out products for companies. The laboratory offers tours and the Orfield Challenge to test out how long you'll be able to sit in the chamber. Next, we travel to the Cadillac of Mines, a half mile underground under 2,300 feet of solid rock into Minnesota's first iron ore mine as mentioned by the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources website. At 1302 McKinley Park Road, Soden, Minnesota, is Lake Vermilion Soden Underground Mine State Park. Miners worked in the ore mine from 1892 until 1962 when it closed because it was cheaper to get ore from the Misabi Range compared to the Soden Mine. The ore from the Soden Mine was used for steel, which was then used for furnaces because the ore was made from high oxygen content. Yet the history of mining started way before 1892, roughly 4000 BC by Native Americans. Years later in 1884, the first group that mined included Captain Elijah Morcone. In the 1890s, the mining process from above ground mining changed to underground mining. And that's where the mine got the title, the Cadillac of Mines. The rock, or bedrock, forming the Soden mine was also mixed in with other materials, like zinc, 
gold, lead, silver, copper, and nickel, according to the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources website. Today, the mine is home to 10,000 to 15,000 bats, making it Minnesota's largest hibernating bat colony in a mine that is 51 degrees Fahrenheit. There are different tours offered that, that visitors can take, which includes the underground tour that is 1.5 hours long and includes stepping into a cage-like structure and traveling a half mile down into the mine and finding specifically the meaning behind the Cadillac of mine's name. The walking drift tour is similar except that it is two hours long and lets you step into the shoes, not literal shoes, of a miner to see the tools that they used and how their work conditions look like. The Secrets of the Deep Science Tour explore the 27th level of the mine and learn about the scientific treatment of white nose syndrome, a disease that affects bats that are hibernating in the winter and it's where a white fungus grows on their noses or other body parts. There are also above-ground buildings that can be explored, like the Tower Mine Pit, which was the previous method from getting ore, and it was also by hand, until they transitioned to underground mining where they realized that the ore was nested deeper in the ground. Or there's also the Rescue Room building, which was where the miners stored their equipment and served as their emergency equipment storage. Besides the bats in the park, you can also find loons, owls, northern songbirds, and hawks. There's also picnicking, camping, fishing, boating, and hiking in the park. Our last attraction for this week takes us to 202 First Avenue North, Moorhead, Minnesota, four hours and 50 minutes away from the Lake Vermilion Sojin Underground Mine State Park to see Jekomst, homecoming Viking ship. Jekomst means homecoming in Norwegian and was used to honor the ancestors of Robert Asp. Robert Asp considered himself a descendant of the Vikings and Norwegian immigrants. In 1971, he decided to build a Viking ship based off of the Gokstad, a burial ship found near Stangefoid, Norway in 1880 according to the Historical and Cultural Society of Clay County website. Once the ship was built, he was planning to sail it to Norway. The Viking ships are historically known to be long boats that are able to travel both on shallow rivers and high seas, and combine the use of sails and oars. The Viking ship used over a hundred trees, more than Asp initially thought it would take. He thought it would only need 15 oak trees. The construction of the Viking ship took place in a vacant potato warehouse that was bought by Asp and converted into the Holly Shipyard. The process of building the ship took long until it was completed in 1980 and made its public appearance. The boat took part in a christening three-day ceremony in Holly to help raise money for the journey to Norway. It was until August 9, 1980 that the ship was set in the Duluth Harbor while in 1982, Asp and his crew members sailed from Duluth to Norway. In 1981, the ship was in the Minneapolis Institute of Arts. 
The Yacomas Viking Ship website offers a virtual tour of the ship and explains more of the history of the ship. The ship that is displayed is displayed in the Yacomas Center in the Viking Ship Park in the city of Warhead. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts and tune in next week as we explore more hidden attractions in the U.S.